Welcome to Black and White Special Report, a program that helps bring you important information in detail. And now here is Cars on Fire. Welcome to the special report for Black and Whites. And joining me today as a co-host is uh, Jim Lowe, who I've been on his show for many, many years. And um, we're going to talk about something that I've been working and researching on for uh, some time. And I, I want to talk about that the Green No Deal may be, in fact, turning red, America red, both literally and figuratively. So uh, thanks for joining us, Jim. And yes, um, I am very interested in this topic, my friend, because you've done a lot, a lot of research. <laughs> yes, I have done a tremendous amount of research. Um, I recently became a refugee uh, for the first time in my life because of Hurricane Ian in southwest Florida. Uh, we lived on Sanibel Island. Notice I said lived because uh, unfortunately for us, our house was uh, pretty much trashed. Uh, we had two feet of water in the house and it's a one level house. So everything got wet and uh, it had to sit for a month before we could get in because for the first time in the history of the island, the causeway, which was the only connection between Fort Myers and Sanibel, two huge sections of it literally washed away. So it took them a month to put in a temporary roadway. So our house sat in water and mold for two months. Uh, anyway, uh, it was, it was a mess. We can talk about that sometime later, but uh, that's sometime later. Not, it's not, uh, that's not what we're here. Not, to talk about. So when we yeah. finally could get cross on the car, we went into, into Santa, uh, on, on the Sanibel and went past our golf club. And uh, as we turned the corner on the right-hand side at the corner of um, San, uh, Sanibel and um, Causey Court, a house was gone, wow. literally, literally burned to the ground. And I said, wait a minute, we don't have natural gas. We have propane, but we don't have natural gas. And yeah. it's really hard for a propane tank to explode uh, and, and create a fire. So I just kind of... Put that in the back of my mind, thinking that was strange. Um, about a month later, we were going out to the island to meet with a contractor, and we went past the golf course. And just as we went past the tennis courts, they had 42 golf carts in the parking lot. They took them out of the cart barn. And I turned to my wife, and I said, look, that, that cart over there is on fire. There's a huge flame shooting out. I said, what's going on? So we, we made the turn. In the time it took us to go to make the turn and come into the parking lot where the carts were parked, three more were burning and said, we need you to leave. It's a very dangerous situation. So as we, and we'll be having pictures of this, it'll be dropping in as we finish the production here. Um, in a very short period of time, there was huge clouds of black smoke in the sky. And in less than 20 minutes, 42 golf carts were on fire. Wow. And the smoke was incredible covering the island. And and I've never seen anything like that. And you'll see the video that was shot while this was going on. So I thought it was strange that 42 golf carts would go up in smoke with no fire around. Just the one started and then it was like a chain reaction. So I, I, didn't, I couldn't figure out what's going on. And later that week I was out looking at the house and I stopped by the club office and talked to the general manager and I said, what the hell happened with the fire? <laughs> and he, he said the same thing that happened to the house down the road. I said, what's that? 
all of our golf carts have lithium ion batteries. Wow. And when when the storm surge came across the island and captured uh, all of the got water and all of the golf carts, they corroded the terminals on the ion batteries. And there's no way to tell if or when they'll they'll explode. So what happened at the house is there was an electronic vehicle in the garage. The the owners had left. Got water got in the garage and the salt water corroded the two terminals in the battery, which are closer than a normal battery, and it exploded. And it was in the garage, so the car exploded, set the, the garage on fire, which set the house on fire, and the, the fuel and the heat from the, uh, the battery burned down the house. And it was so intense that the house next door had the siding on the house burned off. So I said, this, what's going on here? And I, I had, ne- had never focused about it. I had occasionally heard that there were problems with these electric vehicles, several of them, <clears throat> and the idea that they could just spontaneously explode at any point in time, anywhere they were. So I began to say, wait a minute, there's got to be a story here. And I started looking at information which really um, scared me a lot about about these lithium ion batteries. So I started looking into where they come from. And the components to create a lithium ion battery are mostly mined in South America. Yep. And we do, we have one mine that's, that's inconsequential in the United States, but they ship all of these toxic chemicals and, and things that they recover in the mining, they send it to China and China makes the batteries and China exports the largest exporter of batteries, lithium ion batteries, not just for cars, but everything to the headphones you have on your, on your head, earbuds. No cell phones, everything, it all comes from China. And they're the largest producer for cars and trucks and they export them not only to the United States, but all over the world. So it's part of the Green New Deal. The alternative energy is electric cars and the electricity to run the cars comes from lithium ion batteries. Now, so what I found out is I wanted to look and see what had happened, what what had been the history of these cars. So here's some numbers. In 2021, 173,000 fires were in cars. 173,000. Now that's not a lot when you consider, for example, Tesla reported that they did over four and a half million cars last year. Not yeah. not a big percentage. Yeah. But it's 173,000 fires. 580 people died in those fires. 1,500 people were injured. And $1.6 billion in property was destroyed. With 173,000 cars last year engulfed by fires, that's almost 20 cars an hour, Jim. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 20 cars an hour. Unbelievable. The number of people who died it equates to about 12 a week. Doesn't sound like a lot, 
But according to Education Week, the number of children killed in school shootings in 2021 was 15. Yeah. Not a week, not a month, 15, period. One a month. There were almost 1,100 children that were killed and 138,700 injured in traffic accidents in these cars. Battery-operated cars are a new phenomenon in the United States, but also in other parts of the world. I believe the manufacturers are still trying to figure out what these cars should look like. Some interesting other statistics. Um, Hyundai and Genesis told all of its owners who owned electric vehicles, quote, that they should park their cars outside away from their homes and other structures and away from flammable materials such as vegetation until the vehicles had been repaired due to a new and separate recall for the risk of fire. So the car manufacturers across the board, I could not find any car manufacturer who was making battery operated cars that has not had fire incidents in their cars or trucks or whatever. So it seems to be a, a design issue. Um, the fire departments across the country are very, very concerned because in a typical 12 volt battery, it's sitting in the engine compartment. Yeah. But a battery operated car, the battery is underneath the undercarriage. Yes. And the firefighting <laughs> apparatus is designed to fight fires in the engine compartment, not underneath the car. So one of the problems is they call in the fire department and they think they put out the fire. And as they're packing up, getting ready to go, it pops up again. And it can do that two or three times before the the battery has exhausted itself and it, it finally burns out. So the fire departments are not equipped to deal with this problem of where the batteries are located. And, um, so they, they're more time, energy, and effort is being spent on one fire with a, a, a lithium-ion battery than with a traditional battery in a traditional car. Um, it, it, it's, it's difficult to figure out how in the world we got here. Yeah. We, when, when, um, when, you, when they decide that they're going to take the batteries out of the car when the batteries are, have lost their, their usefulness, they can no longer be charged. What people don't understand that the components inside the battery are cobalt, nickel, and magnesium, all of which are very toxic. Oh. And if you take them to the dump and dump them in, they can contaminate the water supply in the ecosystem if they leach out of the landfills. Again, we, we're experiencing fires in landfills because the battery recycling facilities uh, don't know how to distru- d- uh, get rid of lithium-ion batteries. But the problem is, is what are we doing as a country to look at what is the appropriate way? Do, do, does the left, the Green New Deal, care about how we dispose of these batteries? And right now, 5% of all the lithium batteries that are being disposed of 
are being recycled. Yeah. 5%. 90% of our lead batteries used in traditional cars are being recycled. Um, lithium batteries have a limited lifespan. The, um, the AirPods that you listen to music on or, or yeah. podcast or whatever, they have a life expectancy of about 18 months to three years. Well, I hate I hate to cut you off, Dan, but I know it's you're okay. up against, I know you're up against a, a break. Okay. Here pretty quick. So uh, what 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 is I, I I'm I'm so fascinated by all these stats. What 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 do you have coming up in the next segment here? Well, we're going to talk about um, other parts of the Green New Deal. Uh, the disposal issue with 300 million, right, 300 million wireless earbuds that are being sold globally are going to start filling up the landfall. And so the idea is to look at the batteries, look at windmills, and also to look at uh, solar panels as all part of this issue of beginning to pay attention to what are we doing with how do we dispose of these things when they're done. Okay. So we're going to take a break here. And when we come back, we're going to continue the discussion with James and myself. We'll be right back. Inflation for most people is causing them to use their credit cards to try and make up for income shortfalls. How big is this problem? In the second quarter of 2022, Americans added $46 billion to their credit card balances. Some of that could be you. The Federal Reserve Consumer Credit Report showed that the rate of interest on credit cards went from 14.56 to 16.65%. Those Americans struggling with credit card debt saw their delinquency rates escalate from 1.66% to 1.81%. The Cambridge Debt Consolidation Program may be able to help you reduce the interest rates by two-thirds and cut your time to pay off the debt from 30 years years to as little as five years. If you're struggling and you want professional and objective help getting your credit house in order, then call 1-855-435-2066 or go to the website cambridgeyescredit.org forward slash bw hyphen podcast and get your house in order. If you're enjoying this show, I invite you to go to blacksandwhites.us to look at the show menu of other people who are joining our network to express their opinions in a free and open way. Come join us. Welcome back. And Jim Lowe and I are talking about the Green New Deal and what it's doing in terms of lithium batteries. Uh, We talked just before the break, Jim, there are about 300 million wireless earbuds that will be sold this year. Yeah. Industry expects that there'll be 450 million of those sold next year and more thereafter. And they all have to be eventually disposed of between 18 months and three years. Uh, But that's just earbuds. If you think about all the places that use lithium batteries and all the pieces of equipment, not just cars, but phones, cameras, computers, you name it, they don't have a way to safely extract those tax, toxic chemicals that we talked about that are in these uh, in these cars, the uh, uh, the magnesium, the nickel, and the cobalt, which are all toxic. So they don't have the facilities, for example, at a recycling plant to uh, safely extract toxic chemicals before they process them. And um, it's not just a problem, Jim, with the United States. Lithium batteries 
are used in all kinds of stuff that's exported all over the world. And so this, this problem is a global problem. But again, the left doesn't seem to want to address the safety issue of not only putting the batteries in the cars and other things, but safely disposing them. You know, it seems to me that one of the things that, that we might want to consider doing, which I'm sure the car manufacturers will not agree with me, <laughs> but maybe we need to put a warning sticker uh, on electronic vehicles like those that were put on the pack of cigarettes. This may be harmful to your life. Um, right now, as we have diminished our energy independence to we're no longer independent, um, the, the reason that people buy these cars is because they're incredibly subsidized by the federal government. Yep. If you take away the subsidy, they wouldn't be selling anywhere near what they're selling. Yeah. Um, renewable ener energies like wind and solar, which are designed to charge batteries, lithium-ion batteries, only account for about 20% of the power generated in the United States. So that about 2.8% of the generated by solar panels, 9.2% of the energy is produced by wind power. And yep. then the rest of it's uh, thermal energy, hydropower, those kinds of things. But we've got a problem in that, as we said at the beginning, China is the biggest manufacturer of the batteries for the cars and lots of other things. We are switching our energy to China, just like we switched our energy to the Middle East to buying foreign oil and not developing our own resources. We are, we are putting ourselves in danger of being at the whims of the Chinese government if they decide they want to cut back on the production of, of batteries, especially if there's global demand, they can put it anywhere they want. So we're handing over more power, especially in the battery side, to the Chinese government to, to figure out what they want to do. And we have to, we have to deal with the problem that we are, we are losing, rapidly losing our energy independence. Um, couple of facts about wind tunnels or wind, windmills and solar panels. The blades on wind turbines are not recyclable because they're made out of a carbon fiber that no matter how long you leave it in the ground will never disintegrate. So what they have to do is they have to cut them up in smaller pieces, bury them in the ground, just bury them. Solar panels are another thing. Those are, are that they're there's very little recycling of solar panels, so they wind up in dumps and all of the things that are there. the 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 idea that we can can try and convince people around the world, including Americans, that wind and solar are the way to go, doesn't make any sense. Going back to the car, the Mason Dixon line is the border, the southern border of the state of Pennsylvania. It helped was a it was a definitive mark between the North and the South during the Civil War, and they called it the Mason Dixon Line. But if you own a battery operated automobile, truck, or bus, or whatever, north of the Mason Dixon Line, if it drops below freezing, the efficiency of the car drops by up to thirty percent, depending on the car, a little less or a little more, but average about thirty percent. So if you were if you were getting 
230 miles to a charge, it's now going to be reduced by cold weather. And I don't know about you. I know I don't have that kind of cold weather here. It never gets to 32 in, in southwest Florida. But I guess in Hutchinson, Kansas, it gets a little cold. Yeah. And so when we, you probably have a, quite a number of days below 32 degrees. Yes. And so the efficiency of those automobiles means that the range of the automobile, automobile is reduced by the temperature. And so uh, all these things that I'm talking about, when I talk to other people about them, say, why aren't we being told this? Because the agenda of the Green New Deal is to tell people what they want them to hear, regardless of where it's true. You know, there's a, during the, the last midterm election, um, we heard the, t the term being used called gaslighting. Yes. And, I that term would go away. <laughs> and, and Webster defines gaslighting as a group of people saying something contradictory to what others believe trying to convince them or at worst just demanding of them that they need to change their minds. In World War II, Germany had Joseph Goebbels who oversaw propaganda for Hitler. And he said, if you quote, if you repeat a lie often enough and loud enough, people will believe that it's true. Yep. And that's what's happening with the green energy. They, they keep telling us um, uh, that the world's coming to an end. And, and so if we look at what they're trying to do, they're trying to convince us that we need to reduce the CO2 emissions. And what they're, what they're not doing is, is they're not telling people that if you reduce CO2 emissions, we're going to die. Why, why would I say that we're going to die? We're going to die because we need CO2 to regenerate our bodies. We need CO2 to go into the plants to be able to grow and produce food. If we continually want to drive down the amount of CO2 emissions, we will have an ice age all the way down into Southern California. And people are going to die. People don't understand and not aware that the number of people who die from cold versus heat is 10 times greater. There are 10 times more people freezing to death than burning up from increased heat. And so we're not, we're not getting all of the story. And we don't get the story because our administration doesn't want to tell us the truth. Let's look at some more numbers. I think this is, these are just, to me, are unbelievable. Global lithium prices have increased 13-fold between July 1st, 2020 and July 1st, 2022, up to $67,000 $67, per ton, $67,000 per ton. And in China, the price of the lithium carbonate per ton leaped from 105,000 to 475,000 RMB in the same period of time. So China is jacking up the price of the components that are used to make the batteries, mostly the chemicals. And through that, they are controlling the distribution of the lithium to go into any kind of batteries and they make them. Now, the question we have to really look at is 
Do we have alternatives? Um, most people don't realize that from 2010 to 2022, America shut down half of its coal plants. Shut them down. And, <laughs> and they're trying to replace natural gas. They want to get rid of that and gasoline. And th they're, they're looking at, in my opinion, creating the potential for very, very specific toxic contamination. And, but we're not getting the story. We're not being told what's going on and what's happening. Now, uh, how much time do I have, sir? Well, you got about a minute and a half. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, the information that I've have talked to you about is available on the internet. I suggest that people do their own research and find out what's going on in the country. If these numbers scare you, you should be scared. Um, you should be scared about, I think, about buying um, a battery-operated car or truck. And uh, what we're trying to do is to bring attention to people of what's going on in the renewable energy and believe that there might be better alternatives that are safer and less polluting. And I'm concerned that if the battery situation gets any worse, the pressure on the electrical grid in the United States and around the world is going to be significant. And um, the information that I've, I've given you, uh, I've researched on my own. Uh, I believe it from reliable sources. But you have, as any time that I do one of these reports, you have the responsibility to educate yourself. I don't think that there are a lot of people who are buying electric vehicles are doing much research. They're buying it because it's, quote, the thing to do to have an electric vehicle in, in their garage and don't really understand what risks they are putting themselves in buying these vehicles with electronic batteries. And um, if you'd like to follow us or you want to send us a note, you can do that at bwradionetwork at gmail.com. That's bwradionetwork at gmail.com. And this is Dan Perkins and my friend Jim Lowe. Thanks for listening. We are Americans, male and female, from many races and cultures from all over the world. One thing above all else is we are patriots who protect our nation and defend, when necessary, our Constitution from attacks both foreign and domestic. Today, as American patriots, we must take back our country from those who want to destroy it and us. We must start by taking back our children and their education. Parents, not union, should be in charge of our children's education. We must be sure that they are taught about the greatness of America and its people. Our children should not be indoctrinated with the belief that parents are racist and are evil and trying to destroy the world. As patriots, we must take back our country from foreign nations who want to destroy us and our way of life. Yes, as patriots, we want America to be first. We want an open and fair trade policy, energy independence, safe cities, and secure borders where we can grow and prosper as a nation of free people. Become an American patriot. Help take back America by voting Republican. Thank you for joining us today, and we'd like to hear your comments or questions. 
So go to bwradionetwork.com. That's bwradionetwork.com. And give us your questions or comments. And thanks for joining us today. If you're enjoying this show, I invite you to go to blacksandwhites.us to look at the show menu of other people who are joining our network to express their opinions in a free and open way. Come join us.